This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. Yeah, you caught me, dude. I think I'm dying here, man. Welcome to the 3B Video Deep Cut Podcast. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> Aw, yeah. It's that time again for another bi-weekly podcast with your hosts, Rotten Roger DeMarco and... Carolan, 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 Carol Ann, <laughs> Carol Ann, Uno Mas. <laughs> That's still probably only a third of the times that you're going to hear that name said <laughs> in this feature film. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I, it's like uh, the f bomb in Scarface, man. It no, I I, I totally was like th- I didn't look up the number. I'm sure it's got to be someone had to take the actual tally, but this has to blow. Michael being said in the Lost Boys out the water. Oh, 100%, dude. For it, sure. It never annoyed me in Lost Boys to just hear Michael over and over, but I was like, I'm ready to smother everybody constantly <laughs> saying Carol Ann in this movie. <laughs> There's like one scene where the cousin, she's just laying in bed yelling Carol Ann. <laughs> the exact scene where I'm like, just put a pillow over her face and call it a day. And Yeah, and, and be done. Yeah. Please. Yeah, this is uh, the third entry in the Poltergeist franchise. And, you know, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, you and I, I feel like we both kind of have an affinity for this movie, but I will say this. Upon rewatching, <laughs> uh, that did become very apparent to me the amount of Carol Ann's spoken. I'm not sure why I never picked up on it. You know, probably because I watch it maybe like once every two years and I'm like, I like that movie. And then when I rewatch it or rewatched it this week, I was like, why? Well, well that means we're younger. So the older we get, the more annoyed we get at stupid shit, like on mm-hmm. repeat. Like quickly things will just be like, that's annoying. You could definitely stop that now. Yeah. Any second now. Yeah. My son just got a cell phone. Like he is officially old enough to have a cell phone. And uh, he doesn't have any social media apps. But what did he download immediately? A soundboard. So he'll fucking walk through the house with his own soundboard and be like, "Would you? did you say something? And then bust out, fucking John Cena. And after oh. like the third or fourth time, you're like, guess what, dude? I'm going to break your phone. <laughs> I thought you, I thought when that you were telling that story, I thought he was, he had made his own soundboard of his own saying. So he was just, <laughs> instead of actually talking, he was just pressing his own soundboard thing. He's like, that's, I mean, still that's annoying. Sure. Man. But I was like, you know, that's different. Yeah, no, no. He just downloaded soundboards with, like, popular uh, meme sounds and shit. Uh, so he was so. at the height of uh, height of internet fame in 2005. Oh yeah, yeah. That's he also, so he's a little he's he's a late bloomer. <laughs> you should also show him the uh, beer app, so you could looks like you have a beer floating in your on your screen, mm. and it actually goes away when it looks like you're drinking it. Gluggy, gluggy, glug. Yeah, that that's, shit was that's... mind blowing when I had my <laughs> razor phone. Like, mine takes pictures, <laughs> and I can pretend to drink a beer. Uh, yeah, I know, fucking ridiculous. But uh, speaking of technology, this movie kind of takes like a a weird uh, jaunt over into uh, this movie takes little, a lot of them. It it really does. It's different. So yeah, do you want to give the Good folks out there in internet land, a brief plot synopsis of Poltergeist 3, uh, the final chapter. <laughs> I think it's and just Poltergeist 3, isn't it? I didn't think there had any taglines to it. Only in like a four, a couple foreign releases, I think, really? have a subtitle, yeah, called the final chapter. Because the second one's the other side, right? And then this one was... The back to the, uh, back to the front side? Yeah. Uh, front to back, you wipe front to back or something. I don't know. <laughs> Definitely not back to front. No, that's how you. Yeah, get don't diseases. don't be doing that. Yep. <laughs> did you like Poltergeist one and two? And thought, man, this would be great if we just didn't have didn't have any of this family here. If we just had Carol Ann, 
and like, could we move it out of you know out of Hollywood, out of, out of California, and move it to the blistery cold suburbs? And could we? You, you just wanted to include cold as a huge yes. character instead of instead of this family, just have Carol Ann, cold, and a shit ton of mirrors. Ooh, and Tom yeah. Scarrett. Tom Scarrett would be a good one. I haven't seen him in anything in a while. That'd be good. <laughs> oh, and that, that that one bitch from Carrie. Bring her in here. Oh, and Wa- yeah. Wayne's ex-girlfriend from Wayne's World. Yeah, that buys the gun <laughs> rack. Could you bring her in, too? Oh, we got to have Tangina. You got to have Tangina because, you know, it's Poltergeist 3, so we got to something from those other two movies. Boom. Mm-hmm. There you have yeah, there Poltergeist you go. 3. Winning, winning formula, except not really in the eyes of everyone else but i still i'm gonna die on my hill uh i'll watch it but, more than the other two still for sure but man did i have a <laughs> i have a ball re-watching it with a critical eye this past two weeks oh yeah so th- but this is a fun movie though you know um however re-watching it i did start to kind of pick apart like some scenes when you can really tell that uh the actress who played Carol Ann was sick, and that started to bother me. Like, oh yeah, she looks that's, that's another wicked thing. healthy. Certain scenes, and then all of a sudden, it's a close up, and she's got like the poofy cheeks yeah, and the super, bags under her eyes, super chipmunk cheeks. And I was like, she's dying. <sighs> that's so hard to watch. She's fucking dying. And because of that, and how they completely redid the ending, and even the director is like, this is this is not good. Uh, which the uh, side bit. To that, did you watch any of the deleted scene ending? I did look at some of that stuff. Had? Yeah, where like where where Kane melts and uh, breaks apart, and there's like a showdown with him and Tangina. Sort but, of, but Tangina yeah, but in this like materializing out of snow. Yeah, but and then the so the theatrical ending is probably up there as far as like one of the most disappointing endings like in film history because. I love this movie. So with all the mirror stuff and the puddle stuff and like the cars in the garage and all that stuff, I get super, super hyped. And then the ending is just like, you want to, you want me to take it to the other side? I'll take you to the other side. Let's just go. And it's like, that was not, what? that was not the plot line of the movies at all. He didn't want to go to the other side. He <laughs> no. just wanted the life force. Mm-hmm. So it like, and he was pissed. So Caroline was taking the life force of his followers away from him. It was never mm-hmm. about he wanted to go to the other side. He was, he was already there, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he. I was like, he, he didn't want to go there. And now it feels like we're giving him, like, a happy ending, like, because that's what he has apparently always wanted, but uh, yeah. not until this movie. So, like, that's, that's as jarring as the cold aspect, because mm-hmm. I don't know why or when they decided that they should just really introduce, like, cold is the well the non-visual entity that accompanies Kane. see and i kind of like that because i feel like uh i like cold, it but it's weird cold is a good it's good but it's weird to all of a sudden the third movie and be like now yeah new rules you know because it does it like abandons everything from the first two movies but cold i feel is is kind of synonymous with death so it works fairly well but the issue is like like when you're dead you're room temperature like you're not frozen so it it, it walks this weird line where like i'm acceptant like i'm cool with it and then after a while it's like well that's a little like you know the whole snow stuff and whatever like it gets it gets a little wonky a little bit but it it fits in with the new New background, new location we have is Chicago. So uh, we got rid of the entire family except Carol Ann. So the backstory we get is to keep Carol Ann safe from Kane ever coming back. Is yes. they kind of, uh, I mean, what like uh, hypnosis wise, suppress her memories of everything. Right. And then like go live with my sister in Chicago. So you're far away from this place any memories potentially tripping tripping you up and bringing you back here we're just gonna send you off to your to your uh, aunts and yeah. and uncles and you're gonna live with them for ever i don't she's going to yeah. school there yeah it's not it's and that, that's like it's not very um 
family beats the evil. You know what I mean? Like one and two, that's kind of the whole deal is like our but they're still, family together defeats the evil and then they're like They're well, still pressing about, that shit. They're still pressing the your love can overcome this. Nancy Allen, your love for Tom Skerritt will overcome all this. And it's like she technically doesn't have she's not uh, blood related to either of these kids to mm -hmm. Lara Flynn Boyle or um Heather O'Rourke because it's like right. here's your step niece and here's your stepdaughter, which not saying you can't still consider that as close as blood, but it's like that's an uphill but it battle. Is blood. Yeah, that's an uphill battle for this woman, and it's not like this this marriage feels too old yet. Like they don't feel yeah. very like like they know each each other's thoughts, moves. Like yeah, like the first the first family. The first yeah. husband and wife. Like, yeah. they seem like a real husband and wife that have been married long enough to have a teenage daughter. Easily. Like they grew up together. Easily a decade under their belt. This. Yeah. Tom Skerritt and Nancy Allen feel like they're in, at most, year three. Maybe, right. Maybe five. But I feel like even where, that's stretching it. Where, like, uh, you know, he could just fuck his secretary and leave his old lady like like yeah i'm i've got one foot in the door and one foot out the door like i'm not that's probably how uh, this relationship started she probably started as a secretary for him because she didn't feel like she has anything to do minus like he maybe gives her the gig of like run this art gallery thing in right. the building which what the fuck is up with this building is it clamp tower from gremlins too like I, I feel like they you beat me to it they they live work Maintenance, like everything you need for life, exists under this mysterious Chicago skyscraper. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, is it a? It, it's you know, so it's got an art gallery in it. It's got like shopping. It's it's, it's got, got so full, many things. And it's got yeah. a full size pool, like on the fortieth floor, which is odd. Yeah, because I feel like so you got twenty something at least floors underneath that. So if anything happens with this pool. You immediately have, you know, pool mounts, gallons of water falling through on people underneath you. I feel like it should be like a safe. Like it's feel like it's weird in Die Hard that the that the safe is on like the top floor of Nakatomi Tower. Right. And like, <laughs> should that shit be in the basement? You know, so, so wait. <laughs> here, yeah, I was gonna say here we go being adults because I'm like, uh, like each floor is like 10, 15 feet, right? Like that's the mm -hmm. kind of the deal. That's how you can have so many stories. Well, if a pool is 10 feet deep, like, so is there no, like, you get to the 40th floor and there's, like, no 42nd, 40, you know, 43rd, 44th? That's how you take out Because you have to have, like, a, a tall ceiling That's how you take out that pool. 13th floor uh, shtick. Well, yeah, yeah, there you go. That's, you know, they just, you know, overcompensated or, or undercompensated, whatever. But, like, that's that's odd, right? Like, if you yeah, have a 10-foot deep it's pool... Odd. Yeah, you have a ten foot deep pool. That's Olympic one size, gone. like this. This fucker is big. Yeah, it is a giant fucking pool. But I will say this: as a kid, when I watched this movie, that was my favorite aspect of this entire movie. Was there's something inherently like slasher film about it? Like, oh, we're not supposed to go do anything. Now, me and my buddies, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna go in. We're gonna get some chips and some beer and some soda, whatever the fuck they grab. They grab a bunch of snacks. They grab a bunch of and snacks, gonna... and he's like, "Let's get one." <laughs> Scotty's like, "Let's get one case of beer." Yeah, live it up, kid. And so, they're, but they're gonna like go sneak to this pool, and that whole setup is so slasher. It's so like we're gonna go do what we're not supposed to do away from adults. And then we, you know, we're gonna get bumped off, and it feels like that. It feels like we have like a mini slasher in the middle of this movie, although Kane doesn't really do shit in this movie. <laughs> I was just gonna say that that sl that slasher scene gets nothing really done either. We, yeah. we we don't get our main characters actually making it to the pool party. <laughs> we only see the pool party going on in security camera footage, and it's right. and the whole thing is starts and is broken up off camera. We never see, yeah. we're never like in the moment in the pool room at all. Yeah, no. It And that's like, like when you're watching it, it is the complete setup of like, well, we're going to walk down to Crystal Lake. You know, it's got that whole vibe. We're going to go skinny dip. It. Like it's building up like this is going to be a big scene and it's nothing. Mm -hmm. And nothing. then they forget it. And that sadly is kind of like the MO for this movie, even though there there is some really cool stuff like... 
I feel like when you talk about this movie, the only things that really, really stand out are the mirrors. Oh my gosh. Um, like Kane on the like window washer thing, kind of whatever the fuck is exactly. outside the window. Yep, I'm with you. Like, Those are the first two things that pop into my head. And the uh, the other thing that I always think of parking for garage. whatever reason, uh, yeah, the parking garage, the the puddle, but yeah. the face peel, the face peel. That's weird. It used to fuck. It's like weird, sexy. Like it's a weird thing going on there. Like what's happening? Like they're monsters. They're they're demons. They're possessed. Whatever they are, and they're like I don't laughing, know they are. <laughs> peeling faces, and like kissing. Like it's boy, that's I a strange oddly, one. I oddly remember that too. But uh, the mirror work. The real, oh, so good. That's hero of this movie. That's yeah. definitely the yeah the hero. And like after working on two feature films, now that we've done what two 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 yeah baby. two two <laughs> two two. <laughs> All I'm seeing in these mirror shots are like part of me is either torn between oh my god that had two days for fucking ever, and the other <laughs> half I'm still like. How the fuck did they do that? I'm trying to, de- That's, like, in real time, trying to decipher it as I'm watching it. And I have to pause movie and, like, how the fuck did they, like, that? Oh, it's not, it's their windows. They're not mirrors. Okay. That, that yeah, works with for another actor on the other side, like a. And yeah, that's got to be such a pain in the fucking ass. Like, all right, now, step, 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 step. Grab the door now. No, nope, you, you grabbed it a hair too fast. No, go back, start back at one. All right, Fuck. step, step. <laughs> like, mm. oh. Yeah, so, I'd rather die. <laughs> even though, yeah, it's all flawless in this movie. I'm just like, I am frustrated at the takes that I did not have anything to do with in this movie taking to get this <laughs> shot done. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, uh, it, it is like, but that is like the the coolest part of the movie. When you look at it, it is that's the creep. It had a low budget, right? But it, it's visually creepy. It's yeah, it's awesome. That by far is the that out creepies now, Kane's work to me, in this this day and age at almost forty. Like used to be, yeah, looking down and seeing Kane on that uh, window washing uh, unit, looking up. That used to be mm-hmm. creepy. Uh, now I just I, to me, I don't even see the same guy in that makeup and and stuff like it's not the same actor doesn't have the same vibe none of that but what does work is like when tom scarrett's reflection is in the mirror and he fucking walks off but that reflection is still this dead staring through that mirror and i'm like that works that works pretty Mm -hmm. well yeah that's and it's got like a uh almost like a made for tv vibe like you can tell it's low budget is that because tom scarrett hasn't really like he's been in movies, but he feels like such a TV actor guy. Exactly. He's he's a definitely like well, picket fences for life, baby. TV <laughs> dad slash cop. But like, it just it has that like, what can we do that's scary for no money vibe? And like that seems like a very uh, I don't know. Well, like a chiller theater or like a fucking X Files. Like it, it seems like a kind of a gag like that. Like. We don't have a billion dollars to make something creep you out, but this will do it, which is just a simple mask, like masking around the mirror and, you know, having him stand there for a longer take or whatever. And it's fucking solid. Solid. And even though Kane, we say Kane doesn't do much, I guess we really can't account it for him. I guess it's whoever is possessing uh, Lara Finn Boyle and her boyfriend. But we have a death finally. Third, three movies in, we finally have a death in the in the movie in the series. And well, the grandma died in the second one. I mean, well, died. She wasn't murdered. Yeah, yeah she wasn't pushed into an <laughs> elevator shaft. Yeah. But we get this shitty school <laughs> teacher slash therapist, whatever the fuck he is, hypnotist, bitch ass. He's like uh, the guy who's questioning uh, Alex Vincent in Child's Play Two, like. All of you just need to get pushed down elevator shafts. Well, this is the early 90s when, yeah, uh, psychiatrists and therapists are still looked at like, this is bullshit profession. <laughs> no one needs right. therapy. What is this? What is this uh-huh. malarkey all what about? You, what are you, a bunch of pussies? <laughs> you can't figure shit out in your mind while your feelings hurt? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, that's glorious. And all therapists always wore like one of those uh, sweaters that it looked like they would just itch. The Cosby sweaters, yes. <laughs> yeah, fucking Cosby sweater. <laughs> Cosby sweater is very, you know, uh, snotty and snobby about everybody. Yeah, this is before we actually started uh, recognizing uh therapy as a as a positive thing this is back when yeah, they're all a... they're all quacks and, and bullshit artists <laughs> yeah. but he's the one responsible for drumming up like essentially he's playing the role of uh like stirring up fred krueger again like if we don't talk about him he won't be a thing and he starts mm-hmm. fucking with carol ann being like she is not she has no powers this is all some bullshit she's convincing she's creating mild mass hysteria yeah that's mm. I was going to say, I mean, we talked about the ending, but, like, that's the biggest problem for me is even with the ending that they wanted. It's weird. It, it, it doesn't, it does, yeah, it doesn't, like, hammer that point home. Carol Ann is, you know, she should have the showdown. Like, that's what we're missing in all three of these movies is Carol Ann getting to be like, no, nah, like, whatever the fuck she could do. However they would write it, like, she needs to vanquish him. And, like, it stopped being, like, mommy and daddy or my aunt and uncle save me all the time. Or Tangina, like, she needs to, like, flip that switch and become that final girl. <laughs> and it never happened. Because, uh, us, you know, sadly, she passed away. Never happened. I, I'm not entirely opposed to if they tried to do another reboot of this where they could try to continue that story with somebody taking up Carol Ann's character. Like oh, like a, a grown-up Carol Ann, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would work. Because, yeah, this is, there's no, where's the focus at in this? Because at some point, Carol Ann goes down to the to the parking garage, goes up to a puddle, falls through the puddle, mm-hmm. and then she's... Which is awesome. This is cool. Then she's gone. Mm-hmm. Then the whole fucking shit. Then, yeah, but she comes back. And then I noticed something bizarre this time watching it around is we have Lara Finn Boyle and her boyfriend also end up going missing. Mm-hmm. Lara Flynn Boyle comes back. Yes. Scotty never comes back. Right. Like it's, the, you real, know it the real Scotty never comes back. We have a demon version of Scotty, I guess, that shoots up out of the frozen pool, which, yeah. oh, my gosh, it's supposed to be ice he's covered in, like, from head to toe when he runs into that fucking wall, but it looks just like he's just coated in semen. <laughs> it does not yeah. look solid. It's very wet and uh, movable, so I was like, ew. Ew, yeah. Why is he dripping with goose? I don't know, but Scotty disappears? They straight up Halloween to his ass. Like, uh, you know, I slipped in a fucking puddle of blood, and then I'm just fucking gone for the rest of the movie. And then... <laughs> Like, well, in the in the original ending stuff, like, oh, he's there with yeah. Laura Flynn Boyle, the family. But in the theatrical release version, yeah, the family's together. But I was like, what the fuck happened to Scotty? Like, the last time we saw him, his demon version was, like, walking off with Laura Flynn Boyle in the mirror. And they thought it was really us. Like, so Scotty's just missing now? He's gone? He's dead. <laughs> he's dead. That's two deaths, baby. Fuck it. We're, tr- <laughs> We're going to go ahead and count it. Uh <laughs> Yeah, and so what I was going to say, hitting on that point where you were talking about the movie has kind of uh, like a a disjointed, like it's not, its focus isn't like lasered in. There's no MacGuffin because all of a sudden when Carol Ann's gone, all of a sudden the MacGuffin becomes Taylor's necklace. Mm -hmm. Which is weird. Yeah, very strange. I accepted it fine when I was a kid, but I'm like, why the fuck is the necklace so goddamn powerful? Here's here's why I think we accepted it when we were kids. I just had this revelation in my brain Mm. is... Probably when we saw this movie, I'm willing to bet we saw it on cable. I'm yeah. willing to bet it was on like a TBS, a TNT. And and this is what's up with it is we get to a certain point and we cut for commercial. And then we come back and it almost is fever dreamish, right? Like you come back from a commercial and you're like, oh, now they're in the parking garage. And you always kind of had this feeling like, well, maybe since it's uh, on TV, I just forgot Something that I should be remembering. It's got or some, they cut it out. It's you got know what some I mean? Freddy's Nightmares shit kind of going on. Key and yeah. point. A key example is the Tangina death scene. Yeah, is all of a sudden she's standing in the hallway of mirrors. She backs up to a mirror. 
Kane as Carol Ann, which is hilarious. It's this Carol Ann with a adult sized mask on, so it looks a little <laughs> bit like zombie Halloween shit. <laughs> you, Tangina touches her shoulder and she becomes a corpse instantly. Falls Wicked, to the yeah. <laughs> falls to the floor, and then Laura Flynn Boyle just emerges out from her. Uh, yeah, crawls out of the fucking <laughs> screaming. Tummy. Which again, I was like, uh, she between her yelling, Caroline, and screaming coming out of the corpse of Tangina, I'm like, just shut the fuck up. Push her down the elevator shaft. Just push yeah. her back down into the corpse. I'm like, no, nah, <laughs> no, no. That's in that. It's a hidden floor, you know, from you know, overcompensating for the pool. There's ten feet under that floor. That yeah, just, it's an empty room. Yeah. <laughs> but that whole sequence, I'm like, the fuck is going on? Like I'm yeah, waiting, no. I'm waiting for Freddy to come around the corner and send me off into a commercial break. Like that feels like the bonkers shit we're in all of a sudden. Like where am I? Where is this thing going? I'm telling you, it's got that made-for-TV, um, just I, I don't I don't want to say pacing, but it's 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 just edited so discombobulating. Like you watch it, and even though I love it, and I'll defend it until I die. <laughs> Totally. And fucking every every like two to three minutes, I do the same thing you just said. Like, where am I? How 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 do we get here? What's what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, who am I here? Yeah, and, and step brother, step brothers, step father reference, deep cut. <laughs> Why are you so sweaty? I was, I was watching, watching cops. Watching stepfather. Oh. I was watching uh, Poltergeist three. That's why I'm so sweaty. <laughs> I know you're lying because Poltergeist three didn't come on to four. <laughs> But even though it has all these problems, man, it's still like you get you get disoriented a little bit. You're like, what the fuck is what's going on? Then you like you settle and you start to accept it again. And then it does it to you again. Like, that's the deal is it just constantly is like, oh, you, you think you know what's going on now? Whoop! How about a little bit of this? How about a little? How about killer cars in the parking garage? Like, how about looking? How about a sidewall of water flooding a room sideways that all of a sudden Tangina is going to come out of? And it's shot in reverse, so she comes out of this water dry, dry yeah. which, which is, is cool. A, it cool, but that's another like, what the fuck am I watching? I, that whole sequence, man, visually looks cool. Fucking rad as fuck. Confusing, like, <laughs> yeah. No, explain I, you know, it to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, and I didn't go to film school, so I can't pretend to know these things. But like, no, but you try to explain that scene like as it happened, you sound like a fucking five year old telling his first story. Like, <laughs> and then, and then the, then the, the room it filled with water, but it doesn't fill with what it, do, it don't go up, it don't go, it goes, it goes, it goes in front of you. It's in front of you, water. And then, then little lady comes, she comes out of the water, but she's not wet. Yeah, you know what you sounded like. You sound like. Uh, Dante in fucking uh, Brutal Massacre when he's explaining his plot about the fucking animals. Oh, the rainforest. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Poisonous tar or whatever. <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> That's what somebody's response was when they were getting explained Poltergeist 3's script. And they're like, yeah, let's go with it. Yeah. Sounds awesome and, to me. And I think in in my rewatching this, uh, I think, I'm, I'm if I'm not mistaken, same dude wrote it as the, as the he directed it like he wrote it and directed it and so like i'm just like i would love to see some interviews with this dude and just see like where his brain was at because i mean first of all getting tasked with the third poltergeist isn't an easy you know it's not an easy sell because i think you and i both are kind of in agreement that like the story pretty much wraps up after two even i don't like the ending of two but like it's pretty definitive end. Um, so I can see like the it worked. It it sold well. Make another one. Cool. But then you're like, all right. So so it sold well. But here's only like when you a quarter of the budget. Yeah. It sounds like an awesome story until you're like, all right. And you got your pen and you put it down to the paper and you're like, all right. Story picks up. Shit. I signed on to do Poltergeist three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, my lead villain is dead. Taylor is dead. Uh, her older sister is dead. We don't want to bring back Coach. We don't want to bring back Tardis Coach's wife. We don't. Yeah. Scenes. Oh, oh <laughs> man, this movie could have used Joe Beth Williams. Yeah. Imagine if Joe Beth Williams was like visiting her sister, and we just we didn't get Craig Teen. I mean, I actually I I would 
welcome Craig T. Nelson. I'd be fine with Craig T. Nelson, but yeah, get one of the parents there would be more sense-making than yeah. just not at all. So here's how you do that. Or you even, have... even this, even a sending her off scene. Just give me mm-hmm. a scene where they're putting her in a car, on a plane, on a train, an automobile, just something <laughs> to Those wear. Those are pillows. Yeah. <laughs> Great ball game last night. <laughs> just something where we get to see them sending her to Chicago as opposed to her just being in Chicago and... Like she's really tr- like she does a good job, but she's really doing her her legwork to make it seem like this is my family now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna so make Tom su- Skerritt toastums. It would be super cool if Joe Beth Williams and Craig T. Nelson were there. And here's like I could see this. I can see it in my brain. Like Tom Skerritt is you know kind of uppity and he's got the suit and he's all proud of his fucking building and yada yada. And Craig T. Nelson is like suburban dad shirt unbuttoned like. I could see him like I could it's see them interacting. Right there, yeah. yeah, I could see them interacting in the park and like in the apartment, like, oh yeah, like that nah, like whatever, like how much that TV cost you or whatever, like woo. Like Craig I could T. just see the like Craig T's trying to get him down to the parking garage to smoke a joint and he's like, yeah. I can't, I'm maintenancing this building. That yeah, crack in, in the glass that crack in the glass, <laughs> that was you bringing your luggage in and letting it roll into the wall. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> I just like the movie definitely could have benefited from both parent figures being there. The kids, I'm not. I, I you know, Robbie. I guess I, I'm cool with or without. Uh, and they never the did much sister. with them anyway, so I was like, no. why, why bother now? Yeah. So, um, I just yeah, I think that would have made it better. But I think Craig T. Nelson was like, ah, I've done two of these. I'm cool or whatever. And then same thing with Joe Beth Williams. Maybe she was just like. I don't think you guys can pay me enough. I, I don't know what the reasoning was, but I, I don't know either. And uh, you don't get any, yeah, I say, you don't get any explanation into some of those type things. But if you do want to see, I don't know if he's. I'm sure he's probably on the uh, Stream Factory uh, uh, Blu-ray somewhere, either in commentary or maybe some interviews. But uh, guarantee, if you want some of his insight on things, he is in the. Uh, First season, I believe, of um, Cursed Films on Shudder. So when they cover the Poltergeist series, he is in there talking about filming part three, how much he doesn't like the ending at all. He was very much more championing the other ending, uh, mainly, I think, just because he didn't want to reshoot this stuff. Because all that stuff in the ending was reshot after... Heather O'Rourke's death, so they that's yeah. why they have the double in her wardrobe and hiding her face because that's not really her. Also, yeah, you that can't dude, get her to say anything at the end because she's nah, not there. He's still pretty fucked up about it. I guess he was at the funeral. He may have been one of the pallbearers, but uh, yeah, he's still pretty pretty wrecked about the whole thing, and he's not a huge fan of the movie. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. It's it's tough, right? Like you write it, you're directing it, you're doing everything you can to keep this franchise going, and it's understandable. Like, say if uh, Zelda Rubenstein had died, right? Like you'd be like, well, she was old or whatever. Like you expect something like that, but you don't expect a child to pass away. And that probably, I mean, they probably were like, well. They put the brakes on the production for a hot minute, and then, you know, the show must go on type of deal. You got to keep going. He, I know. I know. He said that he wanted it shut down. He's like, we shouldn't finish this. Like, just mm-hmm. just shelf it, not do it. But I guess they were insisting on. Well, we've we've done ninety percent of this movie. It's 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 gonna come out. We got to. It's 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 coming out. Yeah, we gave you two days off for the funeral. Quit your bitching and get back to work. That's like, you know what I mean? That's what oh, we sent every flowers book. to the funeral. We care. Yeah, that, now that's get good enough, right? In there, yes. Yeah, we we're do. MGM. Yeah, put this, put this other little girl in the wardrobe. Just hide her face. It's fine. Yep, it'll be fine. And uh, it just the movie came out. It fizzled. It didn't do anything. And that's, I think, why it was on cable so quick, right? And well, it and found like it found us. It found it found an audience for sure. But it's easy as shit to also put on TV because it's it's light work. There's no nud- mm-hmm. there's no nudity. I don't know of any cursing that even comes to mind. 
No, they just say Carol Ann for Brutality is not in there at all. Like, even scary elements, like, all the stuff is pretty, you know, passable for TV quality oh, yeah. stuff. So it's like, oh, yes, instantly put this TV because it's, it's the least amount of work you got to do to edit it for TV. Yeah. It's already almost got the commercial segments pre-cut into it. Like, <laughs> oh, another fade out. I guess there's our time for a break. Yep. And it, it's super easy, like, to watch and super easy to have, like you said, as for background noise because... You don't have to shield your family from it if, you know, there's nothing, nothing at all that uh, deters it from being a background movie. And I think since it's, I think it's more fun than the other two. That's why it tends to be background cinema at my house more often than not, or like, especially than the other ones. So yeah, uh, that's why I feel like I know it the most. And even though I know it the most, I'm still like scratching my head a lot of the times, but (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 a fun movie, man. I got nothing against it except for all the things I have against it. <laughs> oh yeah, like we picked apart a lot of it, and there's a lot of things wrong with it. But still, even though it's got the most kind of grim surrounding elements to it, like that, like this is Carol Ann's, the Heather O'Rourke's last days. Mm-hmm. Even with that, it's still like this is more fun than the last ones. Uh, kind of are they have. Darker moments, serious, more serious moments. We have potential rapes in, in previous movies. Mm-hmm. We have corpses coming out of the pools and <laughs> all kinds of shit. And this, we just have some broken mirrors, some snow, ice. The puddle. The puddle is the king. Puddle is cool, but I oddly kind of also like the parking garage. We have a face-off with Nancy Allen and um, uh, Tom Skerritt against reverend kane yeah in a snow-covered parking garage where i I gotta admit it looks pretty cool when he's got a windshield of ice broke out and he's just what do you want you see and that feels like a different movie (laughs) yeah but also more appropriate for like the finale like have all this stuff go on and have like a showdown there and then like the aunt and uncle save the day you know like there's ways. To, I There's feel ways, like but could. partially even right there, I'm like, why? Even saying that, like, he wants them. Like, why? Mm-hmm. He What'd was coming. Do? He's coming for Caroline. He got her. He's he's good. He's done. Like he should be done. Yeah. But he sucked the life force out of her or whatever, and fucking yeah. be about your day. Then he got bonus points. He got the two kid, the two teenagers. So it's like, all right, you're winning with and then some. But he, but mm-hmm. he didn't. But, yeah, uh, the chips are up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's time to walk away from the table. But no, he's like, no, I'm going to keep gambling. I'm on a streak. I'm on a roll, baby. That's right. Bet the house on it. Yeah. <laughs> bet the bet the high rise on it. I want the and... necklace. <laughs> yeah. Give me the necklace. Fucking, and then, you know, he has to fuck around long enough for Zelda Rubenstein to show up and <laughs> wreck shit. With the... <sighs> Her line is the weirdest delivered line in the whole movie. Which, which would, one are you talking about? I have the knowledge and the power. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's the uh, the Masters of the Universe line right there. <laughs> uh, again, to take it even to take it once again back to Brutal Massacre, like if I watched that through the camera lens and like cut I'm like, what the hell was that? Are you asking a question, or are you genuinely concerned for their safety? Exact equivalent. Exact equivalent of that actress going, (laughs) Jesus Christ, what the hell is this? Yeah, what the hell is that? (laughs) And again, not the point of the movie is to take him to the other side. He was not interested in going to the other side. He wanted Carol Ann's. Life force before his she grew motive, up. His it, motive changes mid film. The motive change, and they also, they, I think at one point, Tangina refers to him as the beast, which was what they referred to the entity in the first movie. And they're mm-hmm. like, and they kind of like reworked shit to be like, yeah, we said the beast, and the beast was the beast. But if you watch part two, the beast was Kane. Right. And then we're like, well, we defeated Kane. Like, Kane just became the beast in part three. So it's, it's still. Still the same. Yeah. So he's... Now he wants to go to the other he's side. He's all of it? 
like it's it's weird. So like he's he's all of it. He is the beast. So like he is Kane, but he's also the hands that come out of the puddle. He's also every paranormal thing that happens in the movie. Like it's all him. Whereas in the first movie, it was like all the bodies. Like that's how I always took it. Like it's presented it's like, as like, yeah, it's these disgruntled corpses that have homes built on top of them. And then mm-hmm. they kind of reworked that shit to be like, no, that was Kane and his death cult buried underneath yep. your pool. You started unearthing the pool and that's what dug up his essence, I guess. And then they kind of reworked the, they just keep reworking the shit. And it's more frustrating in this series than when they do the shit in Evil Dead and they're just like, let's just refilm the whole first movie and just change all kinds of shit about it. <laughs> like, that's fine. Just redo everything. Like, okay, we'll just, we'll just do it that way. But this one, they're trying to keep continuity and change continuity at the same yeah. time. So like, pick, pick one of the two. You know what it? Well, you know what it is. Poltergeist and Phantasm both kind of have that problem. Uh. <laughs> they they kind of walk fucking hand in hand with. Uh, remember that? That didn't happen, or oh, it happened like this, or whatever. I just uh, and that's laugh. fine. I just laugh when someone oh, yeah. asks. To ex- me to explain Phantasm. I'm like, I can't explain it to you. I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, I think Joe I, Bob was able to do it when he did the like most of the franchise on one of the Christmas specials he did. Like He did an okay mm-hmm. job at it, but like even still, like whenever we get to that series, I'm going to be like, <laughs> shit happens. I don't know. I love it, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, that's... I, I, I just don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I could put any of those movies on as background cinema. Now, there are some, of course, oh. nudity things about it that are mm-hmm. that blacklisted in spots for being any time of day, but it is in the same mold of Poltergeist 3. I've been like, some of this shit, well, a lot of this shit cannot make sense, but if you just kind of turn things off and go with it, you're fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, any of the uh, Phantasm movies, they're not 10 p.m. or later movies, but they're like, there's going to be a tit. At some point, like you're gonna, yeah, there's breasts. There's like a, there's like a 12 second sequence you can't watch, but yeah, yeah. There's a there's there's an odd sex sequence in most of those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much in in the Poltergeist series. Yeah, five. It'd be re- it'd be real weird if he, if Reggie was still getting boned in Ravager. <laughs> I was all for it. Like, give him a woman finally. Like he said, he shot out and been denied four movies in a row. Like. Let's give it to him. Like he's earned it. Like, Reggie Bannister has earned it. The one Please. of the nurses gives him the blue pill, and he can. <laughs> yeah, just take him while he's in his hospital bed, strapped down. Like that's somebody's thing, right there. Go for it. That's weird. That's real weird. But so is Phantasm, and so is Poltergeist Three, and and they end this movie like they're gonna like they're going to keep going. Like we mm-hmm. ended with a lightning strike, and Kane is still laughing. He's been taken to the other side. He definitely. Beyond any he's, reason, he's now, happy. Has yeah, he has no point to keep going, but he's still like lightning striking the building and laughing like he's not done. They know where their villain is. They're like, it's Kane. We're gonna stick with Kane. And I'm I I I wonder if anybody took a stab at like, all right, Poltergeist four, writing it. Yeah, yeah. What are we gonna do? What's what's going on here? Because you've taken out the whole family. There's nobody left. It's just Tangina now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose, you know, uh, if anyone listening has ever read a uh, Poltergeist 4, like, spec script or something. Mail it uh, to they us. Can, yeah, we'll they can find it. us. We'll, read, we'll do a whole live show where we just read, read the story. I would love to read it, to be honest with you. Like, what? You know, it's like all those Freddy vs. Jason scripts oh, that, that didn't God. happen. Like, the just the... The joy of reading them and being like, well, that would have been fucking wild, or Jesus, that would have been terrible. Like, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm open. Let me let me read some Poltergeist 4 scripts written by the the who's who and the nobodies. And- what a time it was to be alive, waiting for Freddy vs. Jason to get made and reading Longest. 10 years of existence. <laughs> but just reading yeah. in those last, from like 2001 to early 03, like, the um, like the amount of scripts that were on the internet you could read, and oh, I yeah. did read some. Uh, like even reading it, I'm like, this will never fucking happen. <laughs> One, because it's too outlandish. Two, there's too many continuity things that are actually 
that would make sense, and we're not in the era of things making sense continuity wise. Like they don't give right. a shit about that. So like this will never get made. But oh man, just a, what a you, time reading these fucking scripts for Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, and you know if, uh, if that's coming from the perspective of like us at like seventeen to nineteen years old, somewhere around there, like reading these scripts and going. <laughs> And reading nope. scripts, like, yeah, you can watch anything streaming nowadays. We're using 201 internet, <laughs> which, to refresh your mind, if you want to watch a movie trailer that was no more than three minutes long, you got a good six hours to download that fucker before you got to it, so. I'd rather fucking, oh, man. Like, I don't even know. So the amount it of time rough. it took for us to find these scripts, download them, and then read them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't even. Like, I don't know if I'd even consider that a patron tier anymore. <laughs> using like fucking Yahoo search, so then you're clicking a bunch of links that are bullshit too, and they take forever to load. <sighs> oh yeah, yeah. I remember all the Angel Fire websites. Uh, <laughs> Angelfire.com slash weird slash Freddy versus Jason script like. Yeah, oh, forward slash got like, got like spoilers a slash. fire. <laughs> oh, that fucking shit. And yeah, it's black background yeah. with green lighting and red font. And it's, oh, it hurts your eyes. It's just my eyes hurt right now thinking of fucking trash web design. Back I have a day. mild headache right now <laughs> just thinking about what I went through for that that I wouldn't even attempt for pay nowadays. Yeah, no shit. Well, I suppose we've rambled yes. for quite a while. Speaking uh, of things that we just piss us off, <laughs> how about some folks who didn't like Poltergeist 3 so much they had to go onto the Zon and tell us all about it with them Amazon one-star reviews? October 3rd, 2022, Amazon customer, so fuck it. Carol Ann. Of course. Says one star. Ass. <laughs> What's that smell like? Does that ass smell like ass? Total ass. <laughs> That's the whole review? Total ass? Total ass. Mmm. Nice. Better than being all ass. <laughs> hey. Next we Hungry, get. I want to get a sandwich. <laughs> you want to go down to the deli and get one of them beef sandwiches? <laughs> As he's still chewing his food from the table. <laughs> Eating dog food. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, Brigitte on February 11th, 2013 says one star oldie, but not a goldie. Ooh. I, that's uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I liked this as a kid, but was sadly disappointed when I watched this a few weeks ago. This movie is terrible. Woo. Lol. Mm. It's not good. I couldn't finish it or even get halfway through. So they made it 20, we'll say 23 minutes into this. It's not a, it doesn't have like a super long run time. It's a pretty quick movie. Yeah, it's fairly standard, but they're like, no. Yeah. I guess you, you would have to have a short movie if your lead actress <laughs> dies mid-movie. Wow. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I had to say it. I mean, we didn't have to say it, but I, I guess we do have to say something where this is what the whole platform is all about. But, all right. Ryan Wade, June 25th, 2016, one star. Pass this movie. <laughs> Not a horror flick at all. Hmm. Nah, I disagree, but okay. Yeah. M-K-M, June 21st, 2016. One star, the name Carolina spoken what seems like hundreds of times. Truth. It was hokey. The name Carolina spoken is what seems like hundreds of times. All caps, baby. Hundreds. So this dude is just like us, just pissed. People keep saying this name, screaming. Livid, livid, baby. Christopher Cunningham, June 22nd, 2016. One star, terrible acting. Hmm. Hmm. Cook. I don't, well, I guess uh, Rubenstein got, did she win or got nominated for a Razzie? Uh, no, I think probably won. Pro- yeah, probably. A lot of people are like, Poltergeist 3, Razzies. <laughs> Hook it up. 
So Cook on September 26, 2015, he says one star, don't revive it, or didn't revive it. Mm. Or may, he might have meant didn't review it. But he literally writes one star, didn't revive it. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. The cook says, look what your brother did to the door. Look what your brother did to the door. <laughs> Here's a three rapid fire ones. Pierre, June 15th, 2016, one star, avoid, terrible. Andrew Jordan, June 14th, 2016, one star, lame. And Dana Hansen, June 19th, 2016, one star, really? <laughs> uh, yes, really. That happened. Amazon customer, Rondell Dale Branch, June 28, 2016, one star. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just a bunch of letters. <laughs> B S B S H H B S Bishop. Gotcha. It's like a belch. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think of Poltergeist Three? <laughs> Did you just poop? <laughs> I up chucked a little bit. Uh, <laughs> threw up in my mouth a little bit. Swallowed it again. Gross. Slugiminizes. June 21st, 2016, one star. One, one star sucks. <laughs> Wayne Philpot. This is the best one star and my last one star. All right. Uh, Wayne Philpot. June 24, 2015, one star. Excellent. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. There he is. Wayne Philpot did not like liking this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's probably what it is. Like, he's like, I hate Poltergeist. I hate Poltergeist three. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Fuck, I like. Boy, it. that sounds fucking familiar. <laughs> <laughs> that is the goddamn conundrum of my life. I'm like, I fucking hate that movie. Better put it on. <laughs> I better see why I'm so angry about that movie. Peace. I didn't watch it. I watched Poltergeist three and I was fucking pissed. Oh, they have a shelf factory release. I'll buy it. All right, all right. Let's see if I still hate it. Still Son fucking, I love it. <laughs> it's that it's that fucking Lewis Black bit with the candy corn. Every year they put out candy corn and trick me. I forget that I don't like it, and I see it, and I go, "Ooh, candy corn, candy that tastes like corn," and I put it in my mouth. Son of a bitch! <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's exactly that's exactly right. <laughs> I'm getting better though. We had this entire. Uh, discussion several times going back to Halloween ends is literally this past weekend I saw again the steel book for Halloween ends and it looks fucking awesome it's a very cool looking steel book but I'm like you know I didn't like that movie so I'm not gonna pay twenty four ninety nine for it yeah if I get I, it as a gift I'll begrudgingly mm -hmm. be like all right cool thanks I have yeah. I was like, but I'm not putting it in my wish list. I'm not telling anyone to buy it for me. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that might just be our uh, our growth for this year. Because I think both of us, because you, you talked me out of it. You were like, you don't need to own it. You don't like it. And I'm like, but yeah, complete, the video store, the shelf. Complete <laughs> sidebar to everything. That was literally the discussion we were having is is Raj is still like it is a sore spot to talk about Halloween ends mm -hmm. and he was the first one like I'm still gonna buy that shit when it comes out and I was the one telling him like why you don't like this I'm like yeah it's why are you true. gonna you're gonna spend $25 on something you hate mm -hmm. I was like just send me $25 and watch me <laughs> smile <laughs> like you don't have to don't have to do this I, I think I encountered that early on with uh, the wrong turn series like Wrong Turn 1, fantastic. Wrong Turn 2, phenomenal. And then I get 3, 4, 5. I think it was the one that had Doug Bradley in it. And I'm like, you know, I don't think we need to own all these. I don't feel so, compelled to own all these. I think that's like 5 or something. See, I and this Yeah, the thing. one in the snow. And I was like, you know, we can just we can just stop. Like, I just have mm -hmm. 1 and 2. Like, I'm good with just that. Like, yeah, yeah it's, I, it's the collector, collector's impulse to have them all regardless and if it was a whole set we were buying, if it was included, different story. But, I mean, going out separately to buy buy these things is like, we don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll be uh, honest with you. With the Wrong Turn franchise, um, 
The only reason I own as many as I do is uh, around here we used to have a, a video store, a rental store called Movie Gallery. There's a chain all mm-hmm. over the place. And when that place filed for bankruptcy, there was like nine movie galleries within like a half hour each different direction that I could make it to. So when movie galleries were all closing, I would take like a hundred dollars and they'd be they'd be like this take as a, many movies as, as you can carry and like I'd bring a, a box. This is a brilliant strategy. I wish I could relive this time frame and be and be with you because I'd want to yeah. do it. That's what Trent and I would do. We would walk in and like it's mostly it's like, you know, some lady working there and she she knows she's losing her job and she doesn't give a shit and Movies are, like, every day they go lower and lower in price. Mm-hmm. But Trent and I would walk in there with a cardboard box, like a big fucking box, and take $100 to the counter and be like, how many can we get for this? And then she'd be like, fuck, just fill up your box. And so that's <laughs> she, she just slides over the keys to the building like, you own this movie gallery now. Yeah, so we would do that probably once a month. Take a $100 bill to a closing movie gallery and be like, sup? And they'd be like, do whatever. And so that's why I would I don't get, give like, a fuck. <laughs> yeah, shit, fuck. They're just going to tear this fucker down anyway, turn it to a U.S. cellular. So, <laughs> like, How many I, copies of I'll Take the Ring Back and the Finger 2 do you own now? I, I wish I owned some. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I mean, that's where I get the, the weirdest uh, direct-to-video shit. That's why I got so many of the wrong turn movies. Got some movie with one of the Baldwin brothers called, like, Snake Man. Never watched it. Snake it. Man. Yeah, I just own so many weird, like, shot-on-video uh, or direct-to-video slashers because of that. Like, I would never in a million years if, like... Pay for these movies individually. Yeah, yeah like, if Scream Factory was like, here, we're going to do a wrong-turn box set, Blu-ray, special edition, poster, box, like they did for Friday the 13th, and they'd be like, it's 150 bucks. I'd be like, get fucked. Like, they would not see my money. <laughs> so. How much would you give them, though? Would you give them... 70. Nope. I'd give you about 35 for a wrong turn box set. All right. 70, but you get a full size, like, um, Sam Hain or Devin Draws poster. I don't need one. I don't like wrong turn enough to have a poster on my wall. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, they're cool. They're rad, but, like, I got limited wall space. I'm cool. <laughs> I, just, I don't like it to have a poster of it on my wall. Yeah, nah, well, that's you, what I'm saying. You're a really big fan of wrong turns. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you 35 bucks for all nine of them or what the fuck ever they've made. Uh, I, I'd, I'd probably give you 35 bucks for a special edition Blu-ray of the first wrong turn. I like two. that one. Yeah, if they did one and two. like, And, and I'm like, even though I lo- love Joe Lynch, I don't really like two as much as I like one. So... But it is what it is, you know. It's kind of like Poltergeist in the aspect of they didn't have to make any more to these, and then they kept making more of these. <laughs> yeah. And they started yeah. trying to remake it. And I, ooh, I get to keep a sidebar going for a hair longer, was not a huge fan of the Wrong Turn remake. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Poltergeist remake. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, Wait, no, no. That's that's in two weeks, and I still, as of right now, have yet to watch it because uh, we were on a hot streak of like watching them boom, 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 boom. Mike's like, you want to watch the new the remake? Because she doesn't remember fuck all about it. And I was like, no, I got to keep it separate. So mm-hmm. I have everything lined up. Like this is I'm maybe talking, today. I'm talking one, talking two, talking three. Uh, it's definitely. It, I mean, it has to be this week. It's it's on mm-hmm. the agenda to to get it knocked out and everything set up for it. But I haven't rewatched it yet. That's that's upcoming. Oh, that's coming. Which which I assume. I assume that'll be the last entry in the Poltergeist series for a good while. I don't know when they'll oh. get around to redoing that. Yeah, no, they're not going to because uh, the remake just came, went, disappeared. No one remembers it. No one likes it except me, sidebar. But Until uh, until David Gordon Green gets his hands on it next and he's going to redo the Poltergeist trilogy. No. Yeah. Um, I'm totally, to keep a sidebar for a hot second longer even. I'm kind of in for the Exorcist movies he's doing. I'm kind of I'm down I, you for know, it. We'll see. I'm I'm open. I'm open. I'm down. I just it, it should be better than those prequel <laughs> things. Should be that better came for out. for me from two on. Yeah, should should be good. I, I'm not putting a lot of eggs in that basket. I'm gonna see it, but I, you know, it yeah. is what it is. I was so. like, I was like, I, when I heard, it, I was like, I'm in. Even yeah, this, this was after Halloween ends had came and gone, oh. and I'm like, 
I'm in. I'm still in. Wow. You got some cojones on you, sir. But I suppose... Some things just hit differently for me. We should probably move on to the next segment, which is what, Evil? It's time to quit. Time to quit fucking around here. Well, I almost said it's time to quit playing these games, but that's literally what we're about to do. It's time to play the game. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game! It's all about the game, and how you play it. The necklace! Give me the necklace! I really just thought you were gonna do, just yell Carol Ann in fucking Lemmy's voice like 40 more times. No. <laughs> like, nah. I, we, we've beat that dead horse. I figured and, I'd and start I... with that, that way I got it out of the way, because I'm assuming <laughs> at some point everyone... All the dozens of folks listening to this are going, they're going to make mention of that at some point, right? So I just get it out of the way early. Mm-hmm. Get the Carolans out of the way. Yeah. Just like the intestine disease did. Oh, yikes. Anyway, <laughs> I suppose I'll go first, Evil. Um, Wait. Hmm? Let's say someone is listening to this for the very first time. What in the world? is the game. Oh, that's right. Uh, if you're listening to this for the first time, welcome. But you're probably scratching your head asking yourself, what is the game? Well, the game is a deep cut in and of itself where you gotta pick a prop from the movie that we are covering, but it can't be a well-known prop. And since it's Poltergeist 3, I don't think there are any well-known the props. Oh, the necklace. There I'm you go. The don't necklace. You pick don't anything pick, but the necklace. Don't pick that fucking necklace pick something unique pick something different odd uh, you know off the beaten track and uh let us know on spotify or whatever podcast apparatus you're listening because now we leave a poll so you can tell us what prop you would pick or find us on youtube discord patreon wherever the we have, fuck we have polls now or not a poll, but a uh, like a, a question. It asks a question. It says, oh, what prop would you pick shit. from the film? So that way we can go back and look. That's and fancy see. as shit. We're trying to be, trying to be fancy We're for all of you out there yeah. in internet land. But yeah, pick something different. Make it, make it odd. Um, I feel like mine technically is low-hanging fruit. So I feel like this eh? is quasi a cop-out. So I've got, I'll, 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 say, I'll say two. Okay, and then you're we'll taking go, my, we'll go one f- of my old routes. Go for it. So that way, in case I accidentally pick yours, I'll swap for the other. I don't know. Numero uno is Carol Ann's speaking spell. No, didn't think of that. I like that one. I just, yeah, that's a good one. Um, numero two is the emaciated corpse dummy of Zelda <laughs> Rubenstein <laughs> before... <laughs> Before, uh, what's her name? Laura Flynn Boyle. (laughs) Pops out. Hi, Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking runs into a car. I'm okay. No, the hand hand comes across their back. (laughs) It's just just, a gun rack. Yeah, gun rack, bitches. So, yeah, those are my two props, man. I thought thought for sure when I was uh, leaning heavily into the speaking spell. I was like, fuck, man. Me and Evil might pick the same thing. Because Not even the close. Sp- the speaking spell is... It has some of my favorite sequences in the movie. It's cool. It's weird. It's, we- it's, it's weird. weird that she's still using it, whatever age she's supposed to be at. Like That would be something I would have left long behind. But mm-hmm. to all those kids who uh, have no idea watching this nowadays, that's the best equivalent we had for an iPod, iPad back then. Oh, yeah. It was cool. It would say the word to you. Like, ass. it sounds like a creepy ass. ass robot voice. Yeah. Uh, but I love it. And it also reminds me of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. So that was kind of yeah. like my, hey, there we go. I haven't thought of one of those since, you know, the early fucking 90s. So. F O O D. Nope. Try again. <laughs> sounds like shit. I love it. All right, Evil. So what's. uh? What are you taking? Snow car. <laughs> Straight up snow car. Yeah, I want the snow car. <laughs> Just fucking cruising. Whether it's full size or if it's miniatures, like I want a snow car. I want the snow car Kane like sticks his face out of with the light That's... shining through it. I'm like, give me the snow car. 
that shit is full size. They just <laughs> covered a car in like uh, whatever that spray insulation that we always use to yeah, do yeah. gore it's, props, and they just painted it like snow. It's just styrofoam. <laughs> you can't even open the hood to change the oil. Like, it's just fucking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, but when they did one of the smash ups, you know, like, that could be miniatures. I don't know if they had the, if they went the full, full Monty and like this smashed a couple cars in here, or just did, min- <laughs> did minis, but like, I want a snow car. That's the fucking. That's awesome. All right, I, uh, you know, short of saying, just give me that Olympic sized swimming pool. <laughs> that's some gangster shit, dog. I love it. Can I just have a hallway of mirrors where Kane <laughs> is perpetually just watching me? <laughs> that was funny to watch nowadays because we have that that shot where like we have six like six doors looking down a hallway and we see Kane coming out of every door and you can clearly see as like someone that's a little shorter, a little taller, like there's different mm-hmm. size canes. Fatter stick- canes, yeah. <laughs> Just sticking their head and shoulder out the door. I mean it looks still cool. He's still got them like it's so imposing from part two. I'm still got some of that fear for Kane for three. Uh, I can't imagine like trying to imagine if we had Kane from two in this, like imagine mm-hmm. that Kane behind the wheel of a snow car. That would be fucking rad, dude. So I was just trying to think of like the perspective and I was like, what if I did a hallway of mirrors, like my upstairs hallway in between all my bedrooms. Mm. And then on one, and on one of those mirrors, I got like a, uh, like one of those window cling. of oh, yeah. Kane. Perfect. So like, so it would just look like he was there. I don't know. Like, and then, so in the mirror across from it, he would be there with, like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out the perspective, but I'm like, I bet I could do something rad. I bet I could do You that. probably could, and I bet you're going to you're gonna just scare the piss out of yourself every morning. You're <laughs> like 3.30 look in the morning when I wake up to go take a piss, like, oh, fuck. Because you're going to see it in the mirror you put it in, and you're going to look mm-hmm. instinctively to the other mirror behind you to make sure he's not there, too. But he will be there, too, because it's a fucking mirror. So you're mm-hmm. like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> What's the matter, Joey? Feeling tongue-tied? <laughs> it's gonna be the the Exorcist bathroom poster all ah, over again. Fuck that! Uh, I would just though. like to. That'd be fun just to get like for a Halloween prop. Like I know this upcoming year they're doing the killer clown like in the the cotton candy with the bloody face sticking out, like six feet tall, giant mm-hmm. look, a light bulb looking fucking things. What if, like, we, I'm sure, you know, somebody that's in the painting or a window cleaning business, like, get one of those scaffolds and put a cane figure standing on it and just raise it up and down all fucking night on Halloween. Yeah, like, you go into the bedroom, like, you build a prop bedroom with, yeah. cane comes up. Oh, dude. Yeah. Just smiling at you. Just, yeah, you're you, gonna die. Either you build a dummy or you have a scare actor in old makeup fucking oh. coming up to the window. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're on to something now. We're copywriting that. I want to Poltergeist 3 and we can't. <laughs> I want a scare actor, but I want him to pretend he's a dummy. I want, <laughs> I want the scare actor to totally give the impression like that's a pretty cool dummy prop and then just him move suddenly and freak you out twice as much. Yes. That's what yes. I want. I think we know what's coming this Halloween. Resist. <laughs> He'll just like in one position say, "Give me the necklace," and then just move suddenly. Give me the necklace. <laughs> People having heart attacks on the lawn. Yep, kill them, kill them all. But I suppose Worth on it. that note, we should probably get going because after all, there's a lot of movies out there, and somebody's got to watch them. So why not us, right? Caroline, don't afraid. We won't harm you. We love you. You're our only angel who can lead us into the light. We would never hurt you. Don't run away from me. We need you, Carol Ann. Lead us into the light!